Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you now behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city, where under the cold, glaring lights will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. We take you now to the lineup. So soon? Yeah, we think so. And we'll be sure when you identify him. Oh. Uh, sit here, Mr. Weber. Thank you. I, I have never been at anything like this before. Never. Uh, uh, what will I have to do? What, what am I supposed to... Uh, will I have to face him? It'll all be explained to you in just a moment, Mr. Weber. The lineup's a new experience for most people, well, and it I'm... certainly is for me. I, I'm assaulted and robbed and threatened with murder. And May I have your very next please? morning, you found it. Oh, you people out there on the other uh, side of the wire in the audience room, may I have man? your attention? That's Sergeant Graham. He's in charge of the Thank lineup. Thank you. My name is Graham, Sergeant Matt Graham. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. <coughs> I will call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner, as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you are sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you. They're seated among you. Please be prompt with your questions or identification. He, he makes me nervous, Lieutenant. I may not When be the prisoners able to... leave here, they are sent in the bathroom w. and dressed back right. into their jail clothes. It makes it quite difficult to bring them back after they leave here. The questions I ask these suspects are merely to get a natural tone of voice, so do not pay too much attention to their answers, as they often lie. Bring on the line. All right, boys, all right, this way. You're the first boy. Huh? Yes, you. Don't stop. Keep moving. Walk to the end of the stage and take your place. The rest follow. Now turn and face front. Hands to your sides. Look straight ahead. You, the boy on the end, no whispering. Keep your faces front. The people out there are here to look at you. Number one, Ralph May, assault. Where do you live, Ralph? With him. The guy down the line there, Milburn. Where do you live, Ralph? The flop house on Main. Milburn and me, we got beds there. When would you come to town, Ralph? Two weeks ago, three, I don't remember. Milburn will, though. Why did you come here? We was looking for work. What kind of work? Picking fruit, mending <laughs> fence, or something to keep us outside. The arresting officer found a weapon on you, Ralph. What was it? Well, that's no weapon. That's just a bailing hook for my last job. Number two, Stan Fremont, robbery. Where are you from, Stan? From here. Where do you live? In a house with my wife, with a kid. You've been arrested before? No. Where'd you get the gun the officer found on you? I borrowed it from a friend. Number three, Jeff Carper, grand theft. Where did the arresting officer pick you up, Jeff? I don't know. You don't know because you're a stranger here? I'm no stranger. And we've been meeting here regular for the past six years, Sergeant. I don't know because I was drunk. He found a gun on you, a police 45. Did he? Well, just a minute. Where'd you get the gun, Jeff? Who knows? I was drunk. Maybe it was a gift from Admira. The car you stole, where'd you dump it? I stole a car? Number four, Milburn Scott, assault. Where are you from, Milburn? Lots of places. I mean originally, where are you from? Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. Been arrested before, Milburn? Yes, sir. Where? Lots of places. Who was arrested with you last night? 
The guy down the line there, Ralph. Are there any questions or identifications uh, from the audience? Number three, that's the one. You sure, Mr. Weber? Yes, I'm sure. I'm real sure. Any questions or identifications now? from you people out uh, there? Sergeant Graham. Yes, Lieutenant. Number three, hold for interrogation. Back again, Carper. You were sitting in that chair last week, too, weren't you? Uh, the week before. Don't get too eager, Lieutenant. Carper... You know what this folder is I've got in my hand? Sure, you wave it at me every time. The record of me versus police. The record of you versus the police. May 1937, conviction of petty theft, one year. January 1939, conviction of robbery, three years. August 1943, suspicion of assault. No conviction, Lieutenant. September 1943, suspicion oh, of... Oh, now, Lieutenant, that's one I don't like to hear about. Embarrassing. A man your agent ought to be. What was I yanked out of the lineup for this time? Grand theft. Intent to do great bodily harm. Mr. Weber said murder. Now, wait a minute. Maybe we can throw in a kidnapping charge, too. Wait a minute. Oh, you're kidding, Lieutenant. Between 10 and 12 last night, it's charged you did all that. How much does those charges add up to? I mean, the total. With your record, you could get 20 years easy. 20 years, huh? Hey, what about slugging a guy and taking $4 from his wallet? What are you talking about? Jack Rowland. Roughing up and stealing. Between 10 and 12 last night, that's what I was doing. Only one customer, I only made $4. You said in the lineup you were drunk last night. That was to protect myself. You're trying to tell me you committed a robbery last night between 10 and 12, was that it? Yeah. I remember the time was 10.45 because I confessed I heisted a guy's watch, too. Dollar watch, I give it back. What guy? Put down on the record I'm cooperating this time. When I emptied the fink swallowed, I saw the name Lionel Austin. Lives someplace in Clover Radmer. You check, huh? Well, we will. Matt? Yeah? Matt, get in here. Yeah? Yeah, what is it, Ben? Man named Austin, Lionel Austin. He, he lives... in Clover Avenue. Yeah, on Clover Avenue. Find him. I want to talk to him. Yeah, find him. Lieutenant wants to talk to him. This Austin can get me off for only two years. <laughs> Hi, Matt. We got Austin? Well, almost. Yeah, that's novel. How almost? He'll be home at 4 o'clock. We can talk to him then. All right. Oh, wait a minute, Ben. Wait a minute. Huh? A 201 just came in. Homicide. Where? Paradise Motel. You know, the one on top of Lookout Point. You gonna take it? Uh-huh. We'll both take it. Hi, Doc. Uh, hi. Well, you got here fast, Dr. Lynn. Why shouldn't I? I win my cigars that way. From you, from... <laughs> I even beat the camera boys this time. <laughs> I make several cigars. You've examined the body? Uh, stabbed in the throat. Good, clean job. Mm -hmm. When? Oh, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Long time. How long ago, Doc? 14, 16 hours ago. Maybe between 10 and 12 last night. Mm-hmm. That had placed it between 10 and 12 last night. Uh, who was he? I don't know. But that's his wife standing over there looking out the window with her back to us. I asked her. She told me she was his wife. Kind of pretty, isn't she? Mm -hmm. Pretty. Uh, Mrs. Uh, please, we want... Oh. We're detectives. This is Sergeant Matt Greb. I'm Ben Guthrie. Try not to be frightened now. 
I'm not frightened. I, I was just looking at the lake, the view, and he touched my shoulder so easy like it, it startled me. The man lying on the bed, he was... My uh... husband, Charles Jordan. I'm Letty Jordan. I, I met Charles when he was driving through my hometown. That was eight years ago. I was Letty Arnold then. I worked in a drive-in. Uh, Mrs. Jordan, tell us how this happened. I don't know. You weren't here? No, I'd been away. I went home for a couple of days to Sedalia to see my sister, my old girlfriend. When did you get back here, Mrs. Jordan? This morning? Last night? It was only just a little while ago. I'm the one who found him like that. I'm the one who called you, policeman. Well, uh, tell us how you found him, Mrs. Jordan. Well, I, I got off the bus from Sedalia this morning and walked up the road to this cabin. There was a please do not disturb sign on the door. I thought Charles was asleep. He liked to sleep late. So I, I just tiptoed in. In a little while, I, I knew he wasn't asleep. I, I was looking out the window like this. And, oh. And what is it, Mrs. Jordan? Uh, oh, nothing. I just recognized my friend in that car. My friend, Mr. Weber. Weber? Oh, that's Robert Weber. Oh, you know Mr. Weber? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Matt, uh, will you talk to Mrs. Jordan? I uh, just remembered something. Yeah, sure, Ben, sure. Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Weber? Yeah? Uh, oh, it's Lieutenant Guthrie. I didn't know you lived here, Mr. Weber. The, the Paradise Motel? Oh, I've lived here for a good long while. The view, the lake, it's very pleasant here. Oh, do you mind holding these packages for me, Lieutenant? I'll get the key to my cabin. Oh, sure. Thank you. There we go. Here, I'll take them now. <laughs> it's a typical bachelor's place, Lieutenant. I'm afraid I haven't got much to offer you, but there ought to be a jigger of bourbon. No, thanks, Mr. Weber, not now. You, uh, live here alone, you say? Oh, yes, yes. Hmm. That makeup kit. What? On the radio there, the makeup kit. It's a woman's. And the initials are L.J. Who's L.J., Mr. Weber? Uh, 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 I won't lie. If it's important for you to know, you'd find out anyway. Look how fast you found it. L.J. stands for Letty Jordan. How long have you known Mrs. Jordan? Letty? Oh, about six months, ever since she came here to Paradise Motel. Mm-hmm. You made friends with her and her husband? Well, with Letty, I hardly noticed the husband. You know how it is. Living in paradise alone, you notice a girl like Letty. You try to make friends right off. What time were you held up last night, Mr. Weber? What? Oh, I told you, sometime between 10 and 12. Why? Why do you say between 10 and 12? Couldn't you be more specific? Uh, no, no, I couldn't. I, I left here around 10. The radio said it was 10. I went for a drive. And then that man I identified waved a gun at me and stole my things, my watch and everything, my car. I had to walk back, and it was 1 in the morning then, so it, it had to be between 10 and 12 sometime. Between 10 and 12, eh, Mr. Weber? Yes, that's what I said, between 10... Why do you keep asking me that? Who's the criminal? I'm the A one... A man who... who was murdered last night, Mr. Weber. Mrs. Jordan's husband, Charles. Last night. Between 10 and 12, the coroner says. Letty's husband? 
while I was being robbed, huh? He was killed then, huh, Lieutenant? Then for Letty and me... Don't move away from paradise, Mr. Weber. I want to keep in touch with you. Come in, Matt. Come in. Sit down. You know what I think? I know, I know. What I've been thinking, too. Only let's not jump at things, Matt. You figure Robert Weber's the murderer, don't you? Uh-huh, sure. Maybe. Look, Ben. Robert Weber drives his car out of town, abandons it. Reports to the police that between 10 and 12 last night, he was forced to drive his car out of town at the point of a gun. Had to hitchhike back. Mm, go on. Then, then he comes to the lineup. Waits until a suspect with a known criminal record is questioned. Picks Carper, a suspect who can't account for his movements last night. So, Mr. Weber points a finger at Carper and says, Him, that's the man. Mm, tricky. Yeah, yeah, tricky. Also, the way it happened. I told you, let's not jump at it. Okay, okay, no jumping, no jumping. But admit it, Ben, it makes sense. Mr. Weber. Especially Mr. Weber. The way he made certain time was established. How many times did he mention the hours between 10 and 12? Oh, lots of times. And his motive, the old line, the classic. He's in love with another man's wife. Well, motive's there, all right. Well, start from there, Ben, with the motive. Man wants other man's wife. Kills man. Now, get an alibi. Weber does. Says he's being kidnapped, robbed, threatened at the time of the murder. Even tells us who does it. Jack Carper. Oh, brother. Well, let's not worry about it, Matt. We can prove it. Let's do it, huh? Well, we've got to wait an hour for Mr. Lionel Austin to get home. Yeah. Yeah, if Austin confirms he was rolled by Carper at 10.30 last night, we've got a murderer. Name Robert Weber. <laughs> Imagine the guy picking out a man in the lineup for an alibi, <laughs> saying he was being worked over by Carper at the time of the murder. Weber's a killer. A clever, clever killer. Well, now, take it easy, Matt. We'll find out in an hour. Yes? I'm Ben Guthrie. I called Oh, about... you're the man from the police. Well, please come in. I'm Mrs. Austin. I talked with you on the phone. I'm Lionel's mother. Won't you sit down? Thank you. Now, uh, what is it you want to see Lionel about? Is he home, Mrs. Austin? Well, I'm his mother. Lionel would tell me anyhow. Well, is he home? Yes, he is. Lionel! Well, I still don't... Uh, Lionel! Yeah. Yes, what is it, Mother? Uh, this is Mr. Guthrie, Lionel. My son. Oh, Lionel. Oh. Hello, Mr. Guthrie. Yeah, Mr. Guthrie's from the police. Uh, but I didn't do anything, Mother. Well, of course you didn't, son. Uh, Mr. Guthrie, uh, what is it you want with Lionel? Where were you last night, Lionel? Between 10 and 12. Oh, I don't see uh, what... Lionel. At the movies, where I told Mother I was going? Of course. I saw Louisa. Ruth Hussey was in it. I like her. Yeah, such a sweet, sweet girl. I saw it twice. Were you Jack Rowe last night, Lionel? Was he what? Mr. Guthrie. That means thrown into an alley and robbed, Mother. Well, Lionel, how would you know such a thing? Oh, they're crime magazines, Mrs. Austin. Right, Lionel? That's right. 
Lionel, it depends upon what you tell me. The police are pretty sure they have a murderer. They can be positive, depending on what you tell me. Were you Jack Roll last night? Were you? Me? Of course not. Of course I wasn't. Well, of course he wasn't, Mr. Guthrie. A former president once said that the armed services offer every qualified young man a chance to perfect himself for the service of his country in some military capacity. The members of the armed forces can be proud that they are serving their country while performing their assigned military duties. As U.S. citizens in uniform, our military personnel have definite responsibilities to their God, to their country, and to themselves. I wouldn't. Ah, but you'll find that it's worth it. Just for the view of the sunset alone. We're 300 feet above the lake here, Lieutenant. However, tell me again where you were between 10 and 12 last night. Uh, perhaps you'd better meet my friend. Mr. Duff, this is Lieutenant Guthrie, the one I've been telling you about. Hello, Lieutenant. Uh, Mr. Duff. However, I think you'd rather talk to me alone. I don't think he will, Lieutenant. No? No. He'll talk to you only with me here. He's paying me for that. I'm his lawyer. Oh. You are wise, Mr. Weber. You will need a lawyer. But not for what you think, Lieutenant. For something else. Exactly, for something else. To protect him from you, Lieutenant. Oh? Exactly. It seems you are a great nuisance to my client. Unnecessarily. You have disturbed my client's peace of mind. Unnecessarily. You have made my client mentally ill with your allegations, your threats. Unnecessarily. My client has had to consult a physician because you have too eagerly assumed that my client is, uh... What, Lieutenant? A murderer. Ah, you admit it. You're prepared to arrest him for that charge? To suffer the consequences of a false arrest? <laughs> goodbye, Lieutenant. Uh, say goodbye to the Lieutenant, Mr. Webber. Don't bother. Maybe Letty Jordan will talk to me without a lawyer, Webber. Maybe, Lieutenant. But you won't find her here. Not at the Paradise Motel. Not anymore. Where? Is it all right to tell him, Mr. Duff? Mm. Uh, try the Plaza Apartments, Lieutenant, on West Gladstone. Ah. ah, this view, this breathtaking view. It's so peaceful. No, Mr. Duff?
Yes. Oh, please come in, Mr. Guthrie. Thank you. Mr. Weber told me where to find you. I wasn't trying to run away. You could have gotten the information from the motel office. I left a forwarding address. You don't have to talk to me like... I wasn't making a point of it, Mrs. Jordan. I just wanted you to know how I found you. Moved here because... Maybe you could have lived in that motel after murder's been done there. Not me, not after what I... I realize that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Stay in that motel. You couldn't have grieved too much, Mrs. Jordan. I didn't say anything about grieving, did I? A dead man's been in a bed ahead of me. I'm a woman. I know. Squeamish. Now let's talk about the same thing. Let's talk about Robert Weber. I don't have to. How does it feel to be the reason why a man has killed another man? How would I know? You'd know. Weber killed your husband on account of you, Mrs. Jordan. Robert thinks I'm attractive, if that's what you want to know. I didn't ask you that. What's wrong if he thinks I'm attractive? Just because I'm married? No. No, then what? How did you feel about Weber? Just because I'm married, does that mean I can't feel some way about somebody? That doesn't mean I did something about it. I saw your makeup get in his cabin at the motel. So? When did you leave it there? When I got off the bus from Sedalia, I stopped in his cabin for a drink. What's wrong with that? Before you said hello to your husband? My husband didn't drink. I needed a drink. You and Weber are in love with one another, Mrs. Jordan. Weber told me that. He said you'd marry now that your he husband... He said that? Robert said that? I'm holding you for complicity of murder, Mrs. Jordan. You're crazy. You both plotted to kill your husband. No. You really did go to Sedalia, Mrs. Jordan. I checked that, but you went after you plotted to kill your husband. No. There have been cases of death verdicts for complicity, Mrs. Jordan. He said we should get my husband out of the way, but he was kidding. Weber killed him, didn't he? Didn't he? I didn't plot anything with him, Mr. Guthrie. Ben, sit down. Please, you've been walking up and down and round and round like an animal for a half an hour now. You don't say a word. It makes me nervous. I'm your friend, Ben. It makes me nervous the way you do that. I'm your friend, Ben. Please. Weber killed Charles Jordan, didn't he, Matt? Uh-huh. You know he killed him. Oh, don't tear my head off. I said, uh-huh. Weber's girl, Letty, confessed he planned to kill her husband. Uh-huh. So he murdered her husband so he could have Letty to himself. Uh-huh. We could pick him up, charge him, try him, execute him because he's a murderer. We could do that, but we can't. He's got an airtight alibi. Because he wasn't at the scene of the crime. He was being held up at the edge of the town. How do you kill a man when you're not there to kill him? How do you get... You know... You know, if I were you, Ben, I'd bring that carper in here again. Talk to him. Make, make him... Lieutenant Guthrie, an officer's here with carpers who requested... Huh? Tell him to send carper in, alone. Now, look, fellas, I confess that I cooperated. I like you guys very much. You've become very dear to me. But why do you break up my canister? I already won 12 addresses from my cell intimates. Carper, that man you said you held up. 
I know. He said I got more often than four bucks. Why do kittens always say they got more feathers than they got? He said more than that. He said you didn't jack roll him. Nothing happened to him but a movie. Why the dirty low down can I have a crook? What does he mean I didn't rob him? Let him face me face to face and I'll make him confess to it that he... Oh, how evil can they get? Where was it you jack rolled him, copper? Where? <laughs> Where else for a chicken like that? Baker Street, where the lights are few and dim and like wet lipstick. Yeah. That's what I figured. Let's call on a boy and his mother, Matt. I don't understand, Mr. Guthrie. No, I don't understand it at all. Why, you should come around here at nearly 10 o'clock at night. All you want to do is persecute my son. The lieutenant asked you a question, Mrs. Austin. Where is Lionel? He's upstairs with his ship models. Well, please call him. I will not. He needs his relaxation before he retires. Ben. Yeah, Matt. Go get him. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. What is it, Mother? What's wrong? Lionel! You uh, better come down, Lionel. It's the police. You don't have to talk to him, Lionel. Mother, don't get upset. I'll talk to these men. Why didn't you report to the police that you were robbed last night? I wasn't robbed. robbed. I told you that earlier in the day. I know you did, Lionel. But we think you're lying. My son never told a lie in his life. Not in front of me, anyway. Lionel, the man who robbed you, he was heavy set, wasn't he? Rough features, poorly dressed. I don't know what you men are trying to do. Mother, Are I... you afraid to tell the truth in front of your mother? If he was robbed, why shouldn't he have told the truth? He certainly would have told me about it. Wouldn't you, son? Of course. Lionel, why don't we go someplace? You, Sergeant Greb, and myself, and we can talk this thing out. Well, my son has no secrets from me. All right. Tell us what your son was doing down on Baker Street last night. Well, he went to the movies. The theater's not on Baker Street. He went to the movies, all right. He said he saw the picture twice. But you didn't, did you, Lionel? You saw the picture once. It let out at 10 o'clock. That left you two hours to roam around Baker Street. Lionel, what is this Baker Street? What's there? Mother, I... Uh, mother, mother... Don't stammer. Answer me. Go ahead, answer me. Burlesque houses, bars. A man doesn't have to know a girl to talk to her on Baker Street. Does he, Lionel? Were you there, Lionel? On this Baker Street. Were you there? Answer me. Answer me. No, no, no. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Mrs. Austin. All right, I'll answer her. Mother, listen to me. What the man is saying is true. I was on Baker Street last night. I did meet a girl, and we had some drinks, and after that I was robbed. I'll tell you something else, Mother. Last week I was there, too. I met another girl there. Let's go, man. That'll make you suffer, won't it, Mother? <laughs> now you've really got something to suffer about, haven't you, Mother? <laughs> well, where to, Ben? Paradise Motel? Sure. That's where the murderer is, isn't it? And take it easy, man. Let's enjoy the view. 
lineup was produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, written by Morton Fine and David Friedkin, and stars William Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie and Wally Mayer as Sergeant Matt Greb. Music was composed and conducted by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Irene Ted, Alvina Temple, William Conrad, Leo Cleary, Jack Edwards, Lou Merrill, and Stanley Farrar. you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. For joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.